G'day there and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB and this morning, who will win the election? Mike Hosking will tell you shortly. Uh, we've got another virus eliminated or... Um, what was the other thing that you do with it? It's gone anyway. Um, bitch or not, we're going to play that game and we're going to finish up also by asking another question, who wants Sonny Bill Williams? Uh, but before any of that, um, we paid a whole lot of consultants uh, to put teddy bears in our windows or something. Want some numbers, 16 million. 16 million, that's what we have paid on consultants when it's come to COVID. Ah, the old consultant. Some got $400 an hour. $3,200 a day. But what's remarkable about the new number is that of the 16 million, about 15 million of those went on spin. I mean, they use other words in the industry like marketing and communications, but essentially all the hype you heard from Queen Cindy, the team of 5 million, stay at home, stay safe, be kind. We paid for that, came from advertising agencies. One advertising agency got 3 million, one got 12 million. You astonished? Extraordinary, isn't it? It shows, as I pointed out many, many times without the benefit of actually knowing the numbers, just how much we got played by this government that was desperate, as desperate to score points on this as it was to actually address a health crisis. Those ridiculous rules during lockdown, supermarkets were fine, butchers weren't. You could go for a walk, but only locally. What was local? You could surf, but only if you'd done it before. It will go down in history as one of the most made-up, on-the-spot, nonsensical list of instructions ever. And what was remarkable was how many of us acquiesced without a single question as to why. In fact, and this is where the spin comes in, we were, well, some of us were anyway, hypnotised into a soporific sort of state where we ended up taking instructions from the head spin master Adern about putting stuffed animals in windows. The only thing that didn't go to plan was to be kind, because we weren't. We dobbed people in left, right and centre. And unfortunately, that was driven by the Prime Minister, who forgot her be kind message by issuing yet more pointless instructions on what number to ring or email to spring recalcitrants who had wandered a bit far from their front door or weren't carrying measuring tapes for their social distancing. Is communication important? Broad question. Yes, it is. Of course it is. But do you need to pay $16 million for it? No. Which is what makes this so egregious. This wasn't simple instruction that any government or group or person can come up with. This was clearly a highly planned, seriously worked over piece of strategized design for maximum political impact. And here's the irony from the ad agency's point of view. It worked. We got sucked in, followed orders, came out hailing the Prime Minister with a 59% share in the poll. Value for money then? Or a masterpiece of fantastically expensive spin? One more time. How many times do I need to say it? One more time. We were played like a fiddle. But as Mike suggested, perhaps some of us uh, liked uh, being used as a beautifully crafted instrument uh, to make wonderful music. Is that how that, how that analogy works? I feel like I've made it sound a bit dirty now, somehow. don't know how. Uh, but will they win the, rele- the election as a result? No, it was well before Simon ever got rolled, but you may remember we predicted on this programme that the election was going to be way, way closer than a lot of people were saying because by the time the cold and dark and despair of July and August came around, the economy would be weighing very heavily on a lot of people's minds. Well, Simon, of course, has gone, and so too has Todd, but Judith has worked all this out. The economy, she says is the nuclear moment for many of us, and she is spot on. And we might have spent a bit of time on the warehouse these past 48 hours or so, but what the warehouse is doing is very hard yards, of course, but it's no different to the plight of many hundreds, if not thousands, of companies all over this country who have, in fact, gone through or will go through exactly the same thing. I mean, laying hundreds off is no different to laying one off, if you're that one.
And the reason this will play into what the way we vote is because the halcyon days of the lockdown are well past us now, and we've moved on with the inevitable what-next scenario. The Prime Minister, you will note, still talks about the pandemic, still sells it as being real and present. It isn't. The reason she's doing that is because they worked out scaring us was good for polling. That twee line last week about recognising that there was an election coming, but really there was a pandemic to deal with, was calculated because they know, with Collins, real opposition has arrived. And they know historically, economies swing elections, and they know historically, National are the party of the economy. And as each day goes by, and more and more New Zealanders have their future tipped upside down, sooner or later, people are going to start asking, where's the recovery? Where's the plan? Where is the growth? Knowing that Grant using other people's money isn't, any sort of long-term answer. The fact we've been in level one now for a long time has helped and the government gets credit for that, of course, but the level of artificiality about the place is still staggering and that's coming to an end. If the warehouse, having taken the wage subsidy, can still lay off the numbers they are, and they're far from the only ones, how many more join that queue come September 1? And how many of those jobless quite rightly ask themselves whether teddy bears and windows, closed borders and a tanked economy with no real answer outside welfare is really worth voting for. Well, the question is, will they give me some money? I know that's not what Mike wants to hear, but if they will, <sighs> tempting. Um, at least they're not the party that um, seems to be losing an MP every second day at the moment. Um, now, uh, there, there was some good news around uh, this morning. Uh, another virus defeated. Uh, perhaps not the one you were thinking of and perhaps one you'd forgotten about. Good news from the government this morning. Uh, Damien O'Connor, who was last on this uh, programme, what would it be, a month ago? We wanted an Ian Bovis update. Got another one for you this morning. He now claims we're close to eradicating uh, Bovis. Uh, three years to the day since it was first discovered, the number of infected properties is down to just four from a peak of 250. So if they... Because remember, this was a big call. It was a big risk. No one had done it before. Uh, we went for gold, and it looks like we might cross the line, which is quite exciting, isn't so, it? So um, could this be what we're famous for now? We are just the, the virus fighters. Uh, you know, New Zealand, no place for virus. Uh, it's not the catchiest of catchphrases. I'll, I'll keep working on it and come back to you on that. Um, speaking of catchphrases, uh, what it was the phrase used in the White House press briefing this morning? Because there's a bit of controversy about it. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Very good stoush on Twitter this morning. It's a rare, rare day you can say that. Uh, from the White House press briefing this morning comes uh, Kayleigh McEnay. And I, McEnay, I will not hear a bad word said about her. Will, will you pronounce her last name correctly? It's not McEnay, is it? It's McEnany. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee McEnany. Anyway, she's as good as you get. I mean, you thought Spicer was good, uh, and the other guys, Scaramucci, was good. And no, we, we thought that they were idiots, didn't well, we? I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But anyway, she's fantastic. She's sensational. You love her. You know, I love her because she's... Forget whether she is telling the truth or whether she's... She rep- isn't. ...representing a crazy man. She is. In terms of delivery and coming to the party each day with material set to go and do her job, there is none better. Anyway, she's clashed with an Al Jazeera journalist. Here's the first part of it. There are questions about mail, mass mail-out voting, and I know you don't want to hear them, which is why you talk over me, but I encourage you to read the op-ed. Yes. On the China vaccine research, this yes. is very You've gotten two questions, which is more than some of your colleagues. Yes. Thank you, Kelly. Okay, okay, you don't mind. Right. So you won't have got that yet. You won't know what I'm talking about, but this is the Al Jazeera journalist, Kimberly Hilkett. 
The claim on Twitter is that Halkett called McEnany a lying bitch. Listen again. Right. Now, Halkett is claiming she didn't say that. She said, you don't want to engage. Now, we've all listened, of course, because this is what we do in news bulletins. Now, I am hand on heart, absolutely 100% convinced that the word is you don't want to engage. Right, so now that you've heard the yeah, word you're engage, you're old and your ears don't work That properly. is true. So this is, Glenn is saying the exact opposite. He's saying that she said lying bitch. So li- okay, so listen for the word just at the end here. Listen now to engage. Engage. You can hear engage. Once I say, you See, can... I think you're being distracted by the other reporter who's trying to ask no, you no, a no, question. No, no. So the Daily Beast News website has slowed it down. Here's what they've got. Engage at the end. Play it again. It's engage. You don't want to. You don't want to engage. Do you not hear the hard B consonant in this? No, Con- I don't. It says what I'm hearing. You don't want to engage. You don't want to engage. One more. You don't want to engage. I rest my case. Am I right or am I right? Texter now, callers. <laughs> Texter now with the full 45 seconds to go on the program. I think we will find that by tomorrow the world will have spoken. We'll ask Kanye as well because he'll be. And uh, I think you'll find engage is the, uh, is the outcome. You've got a, a sort of a blue dress, silver dress scenario here, haven't we? Is it blue and silver? Were those the two colours? that You know, some people thought it was one colour and some people thought it was another colour. Or is it one of those things that, you know, how as you get older, the things you can hear and can't hear change? And as I mentioned there, uh, the Hosk is extraordinarily old, so it's no wonder he's uh, having auditory hallucinations. Um, is Sonny Bill Williams uh, getting too old to be of any use to anyone? We want Sonny. Uh, Sonny short term, yes. So uh, the Warriors are looking at Sonny Bill Williams. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too difficult. He's got to come in from Canada. The team he's playing for in Canada have um, acquiesced and they bailed out of the competition. The competition was, I can't even remember, it's a European competition out of Canada. They're never trying to expand and the whole thing's imploded. Anyway, he's on the market. Just remind me again what sport he was up to this time. This was, uh, this is his rugby league. He's back in rugby league. Oh, it was rugby league. Back in rugby league currently. And so the Warriors expressed a little bit of interest because, of course, they're short of players at the moment. So my initial concern was, are they looking at something? Because I'm a massive Sonny Bill Williams fan. I like the way he conducts himself, handles himself. Uh, he's, he's done extremely well, and I've always admired his ability to go between codes, dabble in boxing. He's done brilliantly well for himself. But, but having said that, as a Warriors fan, he's not a bloke. That, he's not a team guy in that sense. He's, he's, he's a Sonny Bill guy. So you, you hire Sonny Bill, and Sonny Bill's there as long as Sonny Bill wants to be there, which the Warriors need something a little more team-based than that. So if it's short-term... And you can get him in the country and into the quarantine, into camp, and to you know do something fantastic. If it's longer term, that's not going to solve any of their problems. Just saying. Is there any chance we could get him down to Hamilton, play for the Chiefs again? That'd be good. Don't reckon that'd help. Well, anything would help at this point. That is true. Uh, Mike also mentioned uh, an article in the Herald this morning by Paul Lewis, who's uh, suggesting the Warriors should give up and come home. Um, and I wholeheartedly endorse that and then perhaps some of them will come and play for the Chiefs as well um, even if they've never played rugby before they, they might be of, a, of assistance I am Glenn ZB uh, that was the rewrap we'll be back uh, with more things tomorrow you might hear them a uh, different way to how Hosking hears them but you'll hear them